In Dick of the Week, we talk about dirty stuff and use dirty language. We're rated M for mature. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> dick of the Week. Dick, dick of the dick, Week. Dick, dick, dick of the Week. Dick, dick, dick. Dick of the Week. Dick, dick. Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick, dick. Dick of the Week. Dick, dick. Dick of the Week. Give me that D, yo. Welcome, dear listeners, to this episode of Dig of the Week. We're back. Pew, 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 pew. I like saying we're back every time we do an episode, as if because we take weird breaks so much. But when we're like regular, and I'm like, we're back. Everyone's like, yes. <laughs> to uh-huh. be fair, we we did take a uh, extra little bit because I just kept leaving town. But it's summer. You guys know that summertime means we fall apart. Yeah. It's fine. It's we fine. Apart. We are, we have like the next like four or five episodes planned, which is yeah. like yeah, which magical is for us. That's unheard of. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pleased with us. So yeah. Not, so, to, not to like be too boastful. Pretty pleased. Uh, but yeah, if you are new to the show, welcome. This is Dick of the Week, where we talk about everything we love and sometimes hate about the romance novel genre. Mm-hmm. I am one of your hosts, Liz Zirkle. I am Stephanie Kazows. And we are wonderful. We are great. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, Steph, have you read anything really good recently? Um, so... Uh, I, I've been writing a lot, so my reading is yeah, down. That's like, a great thing. Like five thousand words yesterday. You're a fucking rock star. I felt super good about it. Um, but I've actually been kind of. I've been. I actually read three Beverly Jenkins books. Oh shit! That's the, awesome. The, the 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 third one I read because it was I just finished it was something like love and basically the it's in it's not i don't know if it was linked in a series but it was after other books so there's characters in this book that i later found out have their own books Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so but it's set in um uh so you know like uh there's like black wall street and yeah uh, those those historically um all black towns that were prosperous and self-contained and all that so basically this book was set in one of those kinds of towns awesome um and it's yeah because tulsa is where the black wall street was yeah so it's it's out west uh and oh this one is um oh shit i i literally just finished it last week but that's how much has happened in a week and a half of my life oh Um, girl get it i get it but basically the 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 basics of the book is that it is a independent strong woman who ends up actually being the mayor of the town nice and she is this historical yes oh does she mostly write historical from what she... i can see yes from what i've read uh this this i, was like, place I feel like civil war okay because i feel like the majority of the miss bev books i see are historical but yeah. like i am uncertain if she writes contemporary also. all the ones that i have come in contact with the ones i've read three they all three were historical and the other ones i've seen are historical nice She's possibly has some set like in the 90s which now it would feel historical right i mean yeah 30 years ago jesus christ we're old yeah uh but so this book uh it she flees an arranged marriage in chicago and rides a train out west 
Nice. Um, and the train is held up by outlaws. Ooh. And one of them is a very handsome man. Yes! <laughs> who smells bad because Miss Bev writes very like Ugh. accurately. <laughs> yeah, accurately, and like also, but it just adds such a like a richness and wealth to like the book, like the way she writes. Anyway. Um, and he basically promises that next time he sees her, he will smell a lot better and he's going to get a kiss from her because he knows she's got more money on her that he doesn't make her hand over. <gasps> so he takes like the coins and stuff, but like he's looking at her and sees how finely she's dressed because she's a she's a seamstress, a tailor. Um, uh, she's a modiste. Is, she's actually trained. Uh, yeah. But uh, he like knows she's got more money and she does. She has $500 sewn into her dress. Oh, shit. And so, and that's the money. Smart that she, girl. That was the money she was going to use to start a new a new business wherever she landed. Um, and he knows, like he's just looking at her, he knows, but he does not make her give up the money. And he says, so, and he goes, so you owe me a kiss. And so, like a year goes by, and he they run into each other again. And uh, this time he's running down the cat, the like the carriage she's in, trying to chase down a guy that owes his brother money, <laughs> and um. <laughs> He sees her and is like, oh, hey, like he remembers her and um, through, you know, whatever, he ends up taking her back home and um, she's like, where's my cameo? Because he steals her cameo. That's her mother's. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, and she basically like, I would appreciate that back or whatever. And um, so anyway, it's a romance between. So he can't stay away, but he really should because there's a warrant out for him because he oh. robs a federal train of gold. Um, I need it. I love that kind of bad boy, oh, historical so hero. But he keeps like coming back, and like so, and like, and the, so her reputation's on the line because she like becomes mayor, and she's like, oh no, people see me with this outlaw, and oh, like, fuck. But then he just keeps coming back, and then him his his brother is really great, and he has a, a badass little sister who's like gorgeous and wearing leather and has a gun, and like, yes! I it's need just to so read cool. This. And there's like a great like courtroom scene. It just has everything, and like. I'm super embarrassed that it took me so long to get into one of these books because now I've consumed three of them in like a month and it is a consumption because, oh my God, it just was like a day and it was done. Um, so I'm just like working my way through her backlist now. Uh, that's my, a lot of it's on, most of it's on Libby, if not all of it. So, uh, I own three of her books cause I got them for like, it was like super, super cheap one day. Like I think one was like, bub, whatever kind of like book emails, bubs book bubs but i own destiny's embrace destiny's surrender and destiny's captive but i need to read them still i don't know like i need to be told like that sounds amazing whatever you you just what was the name of it uh it was called something like love something like love like i i want to read that like my problem is i'm still stuck in alien world uh so i have literally that's like that's a problem so this book there's another couple that she's friends with one of the women um and she's like the woman's like a uh like a hard-ass businesswoman and she's married to the sheriff of the town and basically that we find out that the sheriff knows our outlaw and they're friends and so what? you get this like really beautiful tapestry of like how in the West, like people could be an outlaw one day and then be uh, deputized the next and become like a sheriff of a town. So there's like, so our our guy has only ever been taken in once. He's evaded captivity so many times, but the guy who takes him in, we get to see him later, and they're freaking friends. It's awesome. Um, 
yeah, I just, it was so good. Everything about it was, and it was like so, it just, the way she writes, I can't explain it. It's, it feels like someone telling you a story versus like, <sighs> it just is like, it just, it, and it was like, you know, I go into things, whenever I read classics or whenever I read like things that people really, really like, I usually go in with like a, a almost like a cynical eye, like this right. can't be as good. No, it and this I, I you know I, I knew the hype was worth it because I've I've heard her speak enough about romance novels and I follow her on Twitter so like I know what I was getting myself into but I didn't know how good like I knew it was gonna be good I didn't know how crazy I was gonna go over this fucking prose. yeah so now I'm like just like sitting here like well I guess I'm just gonna read all of her books and nothing else for a little while because like <laughs> that's where I'm at right now I like tried to read something else after reading it and it like did not it did not slap okay so what are you reading. Um, I, for the last two months, have not left the Ruby Dixon world, but I have um, moved outside of the Ice Planet Barbarian and Ice Home world, which I have to say, y'all, if you're reading those books, Ice Home series is so fucking good. So good. Uh, it happens later. Like, I think it's like after book 16 or 17 of Ice Planet Barbarians, the Ice Home series breaks off and like characters start, some characters pop in and out from the original series, but, uh, like, so the heroes aren't all just like the regular blue aliens. Like there's all these new people that come, uh, cause some of them had been, on a slave ship that they saved and some of them are from um this island that had been hinted out for, for many many books okay. in the original ice planet Bar Bar barbarian series and on the island there's actually like three different tribes of folks because it, it pretty much is like oh they all came from the original uh people and because of the way genetics work it's like oh some of them have four arms some of them are kind of cat-like and have fur and good eyesight and this and that and long tails some of them have big horns and so it's like it's various different things that like because of genetics they split up through the years into three different tribes okay um but yeah shit happens and they all end up on the cold part of the ice planet and they all start their own tribe but that's not even what i'm gonna talk about um i have been reading the corsairs series that she has which is about space pirates Ooh. um so there's the same blue aliens that are on the ice planet except they're the ones that existed like in modern world so they're mm -hmm. not like like they're the ones that like had shown up on the ice planet but then like continued on their planet developing through like the next thousand years so they're very advanced and um whatnot uh but this is a group of it's a ship like, if anyone has watched something like Firefly, like, think that kind of thing. Like, they're on a ship where they take missions to either, like, get illegal black market goods, whether that is 
items or people or whatever. And one by one in this series, the the space pirates fall in love with a human person. Precious. Yeah, it's really good. And they're they're kind of short books, uh, but they're really, really fun. Like most of them are like around two hundred pages or a little bit less. Like they're that's, that's a nice little fun read. Yeah, they're super fun. Um, and it does from there, like she so her whole universe is interconnected, which I really love. Um, so like even though like other series, like I'm reading her dragon series right now also. And that takes place on modern Earth, but, like, Earth has been mostly destroyed, and these dragons are now, like, existing there. Okay. And, but, like, it's the same thing as, like, you meet one of these dragon guys in the ice home planet. So, it's, like, you were, like, meeting these different species and different books of hers. So, it's all, it's all a very interconnected universe, even if it's, like, oh, like, some of them are way more interconnected than others, where it's, like people show up that you've met before Mm -hmm. kind of thing and sometimes just like oh the same species exists the way that like in your series that you're working on your bigger kind of like midwest monster kind of world there's you know things interacting with each other that that exist so I think she's actually very clever. Uh, she has so many fucking books and I'm just like making my way through all of it. And I really ex- appreciate how much is interconnected, but also you can very much read on its own. And like the the dragon books are like way more serious than other books of hers. So it's... Well, that's fun. There's different tones. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. So I'm I'm still in my weird Ruby Dixon sci-fi world. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be in that world. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have I so many books that have like I have, and like Tegan Hunter just had a new release, and Lisa K. Yeah. Uh, Lisa K. Or yeah, Lisa K. Uh, Adams just had a new, like the new bro- romantic book just mm-hmm. came out. Like I have so many books waiting for me. And I'm like, uh, but but my aliens. <laughs> yeah, I have um, it's a little bit different, but I've got uh the series. There's like that I had read that I enjoyed some of the books, but then there is a character like so some of these like MC novels series that like last for a really long time. I feel like they get ruined at a certain point where they like. Mm. They'll, like, ruin a happily ever after to help a plot along in a different book. And then, like, mm-hmm. have to do, like... So this author had to do, like, like a follow-up because this character became a total asshole and was terrible. And to, to, to explain what happened. And I still am not a fan of him anymore. Um, But there was a woman... There's a woman throughout this entire series that's kind of been, like, the fake foil to a bunch of the women. So, like, she's, like, best friends with this one guy and had 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 a relationship with him. Uh, but when, when he comes back, he goes back to the girl he loves. Uh, she had, like, a flirtatious relationship with this other guy while he was, you know, uh, courting. Not really courting, but, like, in a, as much as an MC person can court uh, courting. Uh, and then in the, the, in the explanation of why this guy was being an asshole, she definitely overstepped her bounds with the man that is married. Uh, not, like, sexually or anything, but, like, um, emotionally. Like, she knew a secret about him, didn't tell his wife. And then was, like, there for him emotionally throughout 
this whole ordeal. And when his wife finds out, she's obviously very mad at him. Not at, not at this other woman, you know, because, but she does recognize the fact that this other woman is now in love with her husband. And is like, stay the fuck away from him. And then when she tries to distance herself and her husband from this woman, her husband's basically like, nope, you can't do that. And so uh, I just found out that this woman's getting her own book that's coming out in October. So I get to hate read something in October. So like, I'm like, <laughs> and like, so the book before that one's coming out September 7th. And so like, I'm obviously going, it's on Kindle Limited. So I'm obviously going to get it and search for this character's name and see if she causes any more of my issues and see if the married couple, because the married couple are still having issues. So like, she did this like a side that was like a, like a 4.5 book or something or 5.5 book. And so two books have happened since things were supposed to have been resolved between this married couple, but they're still having problems. Like in the back, in the back, you know, round of these other books, you still see them fighting and you still see it like her being really mad at him for having like not told her something so important. And like, he like bailed on their kid. It just was like, she found out she was pregnant and he just treated her like shit through her entire pregnancy. And like, it was bad. Damn. Um, so, like, I keep like waiting for like a third book where he like makes it up to her because I still have not seen that. Um, if anything, she like ate crow and felt bad <laughs> that, that she like felt bad that she didn't notice this thing was going on with her husband, but some other woman did. And I'm like, fuck that noise. No, thank you. You were pregnant and your husband was acting like he was cheating on you. So uh, anyway. So, is, this, is this a series you want to tell us what it is or is this one you want to keep to your I'm keeping it to myself. I'm keeping it to myself because I think it, she has a very big fan base. I think I think they are very good books for what they are. Like I you know the fact that I'm angry about them and I'm gonna hate read means something right? Right but, like you're, you're hooked regardless hooked. you're hooked. But I don't like discussing things that I hate read. Right. I will maybe discuss this series on a different episode in a positive light because I do think people that like motorcycle gang books would really enjoy this series. Well, and I think at some point we should do an MC episode. Absolutely. I've got so many series I've read and like on a positive note, I did reread all of Kate Seawells' uh, MC novels because a new one's coming out soon. So, Cool. I'm here for it. She's also writing a werewolf book right now, so she basically has the career I want. So that's fun for me. I mean, really, that's that's <laughs> also that's really awesome that you found someone who is making all those different genres work. Yep, and she's doing it. And that's the shit you want to do. What I want to do it. It's like super. At first, I, I was like, "You gotta be shitting me," but then there was like, there was like a moment of just like, "This is like so motivating." I can't even explain. She doesn't have a new adult college series though, and that's where I'm no. at right now. So, I'm only taking a different road. Maybe I don't know. Like I said, I have to finish this book and then decide what path I'm going down. But I just wrote a scene today that I read to Jordan, which I nor I never do because i was feeling i feel like sometimes when i write dialogue i put too many action tags around them mm. like i feel like i do it too much i think that's like one of my crutches um because like i can visualize how they're talking and like to make it feel more real in my brain i write too much and then i have to go back and kind of like get rid of some of them sure uh, so in this scene i was like trying to sh i was trying to give him an example of me doing that and then i realized i hadn't done it in the scene I'm like well let me just read you this whole scene or my my hero is just being a total asshole to his ex-girlfriend I love um, it. I love it is it. so good. He's so fucking harsh. She basically is just like, so you're willing to sacrifice like what we had or what we could have for her. And he's like, I don't consider it a sacrifice. Damn, son. Are you willing to tell us your hero and heroine's name? 
Connor and Sarah. Nice. Sarah Connor. Get it? It's a Terminator joke. Oh. My hero's names are Sarah Connor. It's the lead in Terminator. Oh, I don't... I I have seen Terminator, but it's probably been 25 years. Yeah, Sarah Connor Connor is the lead, and then she's the mom of the guy in the later movies. Uh, But I thought that was very funny. Uh, And I had already picked Connor, and then I was like, well, for a girl, Sarah. Sarah Connor, that's funny. But Sarah Tilney and Connor McCormick. Nice. Yeah, and so Connor's... um, I wouldn't call him a, a, a grump... But I would call him uh, Grump Adjacent. He's like... Yes! I love he's it. Like, he's basically just like not very tactful. He says what he wants to say. He has a good time and he can be fun and funny and like light and airy. But a lot of the time he is not those things. And like sometimes he has fun just not to being a grumpus. Like especially to his brother who is everything sunshine. And he, his brother's a himbo basically nice yes jamie's a himbo and connor is this like construction working man uh who like (laughs) who is also uh very much a a romantic who watches rom-coms with his mom and his single mom who he adores he's a mama's boy so yes yes it's like i am like i was not enjoying writing this book and i realized it was because i took like a weird break from writing it but now that i'm like in the thick of it like I'm probably I'm over halfway done, probably at the three fourths mark, um, and like I know the characters better, and like every time I have the opportunity to do like low hanging fruit drama, I twist it into not like so. This chapter was supposed to be like her acting a fool, and instead it turned into her just enjoying the party and like ignoring him because he like upset her, <laughs> but like, not like in like a mean way. Like she's like having fun and laughing and dancing and like whatever. And he's standing there. Like the, he's like the one that's like paying for like having been a doofus. Yeah. So I don't know. I like, the, there's like times when I'm writing certain things where I just like get this gut feeling like people will like this. And yeah. like, not that that matters, but it's like, I like this. and I know people will like this. Well, I think the fact that's that cool. you like it is a big thing. Like, that is very important. Like, mm-hmm. if you still were like, why am I even doing this? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, Steph, it's time for you to abandon that and go back to like Celeste yeah. or something. But the yeah, fact I that you're like, actually thoroughly there. enjoying this and you're excited about this series, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I wrote like 10,000 words in the last three days. So it's like... That's fucking epic! (laughs) That's like where I'm at. That's like, that's the level of excitement and enjoyment I'm having. Like, it's like their writing their sex scene was like so fucking easy. It was ridiculous. And I like was like dreading doing it. Like, I'm writing a second sex scene right like tonight. And it's like getting into it's been a little trouble, but it's only because they had a fight. And I'm like, how do you get into sex when you're not mad anymore? Mm. (laughs) Like, you've softened. But so I think I might have them fight a little bit more than have sex. I don't know. <laughs> but like, you are really good at the angry sex scenes. <laughs> I do. Love, I love an angry sex scene. I love a sad sex scene. Uh, that but one in Sasha I was makes saying, me it sounds, cry. It sounds like this couple isn't really going to have a sad sex scene. No, no, no. Though they're actually like, I don't think they're going to have like any. I think I'm just going to be doing lots of fake outs, like lots of like, yeah. like this is a breakup, and then it's like no, oh. it's not a breakup. That's it. That was the other topic. Oh, that is what we... Oh, yes, reader. Listeners, we just remembered what the other thing was that we were just talking about yesterday. Eventually, we are going to talk about the third act breakup. 
I need yeah. to that down right now. And then, in probably more sp- more generally, the uh, what do they call it? the the black moment? Yeah, which I know a lot of people don't like that term. Um, it doesn't. It just you know what it, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I just call them the sad thing. <laughs> the yeah, big sad like, thing. Literally the big sad moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know that it had a name until probably three or four weeks ago. And I was like, what are they talking about? And then it, it dawned on me. But yeah, I think that, yes, that's what we talked about yesterday. Good deal. I'm glad we discussed this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was why I couldn't find it because we were video chatting. We were video chatting because I had too many things to say. <laughs> Sometimes I can't do, I can't do uh, texting or messaging. No, I I was writing on my phone so much um, a few months ago that now my thumbs are weird and like, oh no, I typo a lot. I don't know if you've noticed in our chat, but I typo a lot. My phone's like, do you mean this? And I'm like, no, but I'm not going to correct you. So, well, I think first off, my nails are too long. I need to chop them off. But also, um, I got a new phone like a couple weeks ago and it just mm. does not understand me. Yeah. And so I'm still teaching it. But yeah, uh, in terms of that, one of my good friends, Sarah, and I, we literally just voice memo to each other constantly throughout the day because she has uh, a toddler and a baby also, and it's just easier for her to just like send a voice memo to me on on Messenger versus texting. And so like just just constantly. So sometimes I'm trying to figure out like, oh, well, God, we figured out like we we had a breakthrough in my book. Where is it? I'm like, fuck, I need to look. I need to listen to all, all these that. voice memos. I need to get better at writing notes down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have like all these notepads and I don't utilize a single goddamn one while I'm writing. I'm just like, I'll remember. No, I will not. No, I will not remember. <laughs> so I'm a fucking liar to myself. I will not remember. I like have a, I have like five or six, the, the outlines for my next six books in this young adult or new adult series are just folded up on my vanity on a piece of paper because I have not put them in my, uh, my OneNote yet. Oh, which yeah. Which is, what am I doing with my life? I need to type those up. That reminds <laughs> me. Add that to my to-do list tomorrow. Jeez Louise. Okay, uh, I'll, well, I'll, re- we... I'll remind you. Well, since you told your characters' names, I'll, I'll tell mine. And yes, then we'll yes I didn't know if you were ready to. I didn't know where we were. Yeah, at. I, 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 I am, I am, uh, deep into. I'm, I'm a good. I think I looked at it. I was about like twenty-two thousand words into this. Ooh. So if I'm trying to do like keep it like ninety-ish or so, like I'm at that first quarter. Love uh, it. Uh, which it makes me very happy. Do you, but, do you feel like you're at the first quarter? Uh, I feel like I am dragging my feet and there's some things I'm going to have to like make happen quicker once I go back to editing. Um, but that's, you know, future Liz's fault. Like that, yeah. that like I'll, I'll get to that eventually, I but I that. do think I, I'm literally about to write the, like, if you look at the uh, romancing the beat the adhesion like this is what makes us like this is what forces us to be together and like what we're working on and in this case they're kind of sort of enemies to lover fake dating because my book is um a chef dating reality tv show and they actually hate each other or quote unquote hate each other and realize oh 
fuck, we need to pretend we don't hate each other in order to stay on this show, which is like literally what I'm about to write. So I think I like more or less hitting where I need to hit, but I would like to make it happen a little bit quicker. But that's for edit time. But I have Siobhan Nelson. And a lot of people call her Shiv. Um, uh, some of her her family members call her like Shivy or Vani. Um, her Ethan Fitzpatrick is the other lead, and they were very close for a very long time. Uh, and he always called her Bon Bon. So when he saw that he that's who she he was partnered with, he like his first reaction was Bon Bon, and she's like don't fucking call me that <laughs> like you you it. you do not have the right to call me that anymore <laughs> uh which is someone like when people call me like lizzie like it's a very good reaction of like if you're allowed or not allowed to call me that and that's how she feels about bon bon like he lost that <laughs> ability really. to call her that the the basic kind of premise is their grandfathers owned a restaurant together uh until they were about like early teens like 14 15 16 years old and the the breakup of the restaurant caused a huge rift between their families and now they're like they're not allowed to interact with each other but they're both separately chefs on their own and they end up on this dating show and end up paired together and now they have to handle that situation cute and i love it see like that's like i love that you have so many bits to it that i think that's part of the the reason why i was having such a hard time with this book is because my other books i always have like another thing to it like so romantic suspense with the mafia yeah. or, like, romantic suspense with the paranormal uh right uh, and this time she's like, no, it's just romantic. And I'm like, I'm just like, what else is there? And I'm like, and so I feel like I'm a funny person in life. Yeah. Um, and my writing has humor to it. But I was like, I'm not committing to saying that this is a rom-com because I don't think it is. I think it's, uh, I think it's a more of a, like a, a funny romedy. I think that's also why I had like a hard time getting back into writing this book because it's not a rom-com. Like I said, it's got like. It's a story of two stick in the muds who always take care of everyone around them, uh, finally putting themselves first for once. And hell yeah, what that looks like. Um, and she comes from money and has been cut off uh, because she got an MIP the year before. And finally, her parents felt like they had the uh, upper hand to try to tell her that she needed to change her major. She wants to be a kindergarten teacher. She's also uh, as almost has enough credits for an art degree as well. Nice. Um, uh, but they her brothers in law school and so they think she should do that they're like we have all this money we put you through private school why are you this way um (laughs) and so she's been cut off and so she's finally like doing for herself which is really embarrassing for her and people keep pointing it out to her she hates that um and he didn't go to college for five years so he could make sure his brother and mom were taken care of while his mom finished her nursing degree and so this is the first year that he is like, so he moved into an apartment that he actually pays for, not the free loft that he was living in. And he didn't expect to find a girlfriend. He wasn't really looking for one. And then he found her and 
is scared because he his ex is a rich girl who left him when she went to college. That's the kind of book it is. But are there funny parts? Yes, because I'm Of funny. course they are. Of course. Um, and it's seven girls living in a small apartment together because that's what Fuck you do yes. in Parksville. But I've got a pregnancy scare. Not my main character, but one of the side characters. I've got uh, obviously fucked up families. Um, yep. There's going to be a secret thing happen. There's just, like lots of stuff. So like it will never be a rom-com. But like it's going to be such a fun yeah college you'll feel good theories. about it you'll feel good about it when you're done reading one of them. hearing that i was like oh wow there's a lot of similarities between this couple and our hero and heroine of season two of love and lust yes yes <laughs> uh, honestly i think i'm writing i'll be finishing this book probably by next weekend in the next two weeks this book will be done um, and then I probably will hit up Love and Lust because honestly, they're just the grown up versions of these people. They are. They literally are. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> especially then, in the yeah. art major thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny how this book keeps changing though. Cause I originally had it like really mapped out in a pretty classic here are the conflicts or whatever. And slowly it's just becoming way more positive. And I don't know if that's because I am coming out of this like, yeah, I think it pandemic is pandemic depression yeah. that i was in and i'm like no it doesn't have to be this way it almost reminds me when i coach improv and like the first instinct people have especially when they're new at improv is to go negative is to fight in the scene it takes more confidence to go positive yes um, for sure and i'm feeling that as i'm writing because it's like i'm not and that's not saying conflict isn't always is bad like conflict is good a lot of the time like jordan and i most of our scenes are fighting scenes because like but they usually stem from like something that's real and then we usually try to end it with a positive note and that's kind of like where i'm at right now my writing but all right we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be back to discuss today's actual topic Stone by day and warriors by night. The mid-90s Disney cartoon Gargoyles follows the tale of a clan of strong and loyal gargoyles who find it their duty and destiny to protect their castle and the people within it at all costs. Whether that castle is in 994 Scotland or 1994 New York City. We were major fans of the show when it first aired, and now that it's readily available on a major streaming platform that will remain unnamed, here at Calamity Cast, we knew a rewatch was in order to see just how this show held up all these years later. Join me, Daniel Williams, and my co-host, Liz Zirkle, as we relive the magic of one of the best cartoons of its day and recap each episode for you weekly. Find Defenders of the Night at CalamityCast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, hey, we are back. And we are going to talk about heat levels which like so just so you know we were supposed to record this like last week so we would have been free of all the drama that happened today <laughs> yeah which actually in a weird way works out because it gives us more like shit to talk about but yeah so like obviously romance in general is a very wide genre you have your zero heat or quote unquote clean, which is a term that a lot of people want to just or retire. Sweet. Sweet, 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 I think makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, than clean because clean makes it sound like anything that's sexual is dirty and that's yeah. shitty. 
but in general like if you look you see all of those terms kind of on things uh i think like anything that's like inspirational or christian or mm-hmm. all those kind of things fall into that but not all sweet romance is religious based sometimes you're just like eh don't just not going to include any sex in there right Lots like of- anything anything hallmark is yes. sweet yeah Lots of angsty hand-holding and that sweet, sweet kiss at the end. Right. That kiss in the end that more often than not also includes a wedding proposal. (laughs) Yeah. Which, you know, it has its time and place. It's called Christmas. I love that shit at Christmas. For some reason at Christmas, my smut-loving ass is like, you know what I could go for? Something where they just hold hands. And that that's exciting. Sometimes I don't know. The holidays make me uh more innocent, I suppose. I don't know. Same. Christmas time. Like I know there are Christmas novels that are higher heat. Oh, they are, yes, absolutely. absolutely. But I almost always end up accidentally reading the very sweet, cute, no Mm -hmm. heat Christmas novels. (laughs) So and so and then so on the other side of sweet slash clean, however you wanna whatever term you wanna use there is i mean the extreme extreme is a is erotic romance which yes. is not erotica it is erotic romance it meets the standards of romance it just has that very detailed descriptive um oftentimes it doesn't have to be kinky it just can just be very descriptive um but does sometimes fall into that kinky and the sexual journey tends to be as important as the as important, romantic yeah. journey yep um and so step down from that so if to avoid the word erotic because a lot of today specifically i'm really seeing how a lot of romance writers and readers are very uncomfortable with the marriage of erotica and romance which makes no sense these things have been interconnected for so long i was like having a conniption today i was like could not figure out what was happening because it was like i saw some authors that like i get down with pretty regularly and they were even being kind of weird like okay so i guess we're speaking like in weird generalities we don't have to do that um there's a twitter handle that came up yesterday it was created yesterday or the day before it's like a day old i don't know i don't know exactly when it happened we're we're recording on tuesday so by the time this it would be several days old by the time we post this but yes it happened this week so it's called does it bang I don't know if that's actually the whole handle, but that is H E A underscore does it bang. Okay. So does it bang? I saw it and I thought they were just saying, is there sex on page or is it closed door? Like, that's what I thought. Those two terms, I assume if you're listening to this podcast that you are deep in the shit, but if you're not, closed door is basically the writer is alluding to the fact that they are going to have sex, the characters are going to have sex, and then we do not see it. It fades to black. On sex, on page sex can range from he thrust into her tightness and filled her that that generic kind of like uh removed from reality words or it can be his cock uh pulverized her her pussy because i was was talking to my friends the other night about this because i was writing a scene where i was writing red lipstick on a cock and i was like you know what's upsetting that pussy for most writers is the equivalent to cock versus cunt because cunt even people that like reading like pussy cock that kind of shit do not like the word cunt i think it's adorable next to the word cock but whatever but yeah 
That could, but that's also on page six. So on page six does not actually tell you the heat level truly. And I think that's actually where the argument was being like, that's the real argument on whether this is an effective tool for, um, crowdsourcing or not. Cause yeah. basically this, the, the account will post a picture, uh, of a, of a, of a cover and say, uh, it does bang. It does not bang. And then the title and author. And that's it. That's all the information they're giving. There's no, there's no actual like, um, uh, value given to that. Not saying like the banging good, the banging's not good. In fact, the account itself, when people are like, "Oh, it doesn't bang," never mind, has been like, "This is a great book," without even without banging. Yeah, they're very much are like the the worthiness of a book is not connected to yes or no, their sex. Yeah, and they're the, making that very clear. Right, and so originally the book, the the account was saying orgasm on page. Which I think now, I, I would hope, I haven't checked back since this afternoon, but enough people were kind of like, mm, orgasm on page doesn't actually, that doesn't work. Uh, it's not very inclusive. Which I think they initially went with orgasm on page to be inclusive of yes. non-penetrative sex. So like, I, I think, think so heart, too. Heart, it seems like heart was in the right place. And they're very open to suggestion and that they've been getting them. So hopefully they, they either just like even water it down more to just sex on page sex not on page but like i just said sex on page sex not on page doesn't actually tell you because there's this tricky middle ground between sweet and clean and erotic romance uh yep. that is the steamy there's steamy which i think is supposed to be the highest heat level before you hit that erotic romance and so steamy is like you know we see mutual masturbation i suppose i don't know and like, but on page, I'm a, to me, it's the verbiage that makes it steamy. So it is well, like, well, yeah. And this is my problem is like, especially, or is it axe? Is anal? Does anal immediately make it steamy? Oh, or the majority of people think if something, if anal's happening, then it's like the highest <laughs> of heat. <laughs> that shit's hot. You know, like so many people have anal. Like, people, your mom has anal. I'm just saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it. Your mom has tried it. She might not have liked it. She probably, you know, maybe probably, she might have passed. But your mama has. If not actually done the entire act, something has been up your mom's butt. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not but afraid like, to make the controversial statements. But but yeah, no, I agree with you that a lot of people think that things like anal uh, is like the highest level of kink that you could possibly get to. And then like people are like, oh, hold my beer. And then they're like, let me show you all these other levels of kink that you can get into. And then that's like, people are like, oh, well, like, quote unquote, taboo romance and whatnot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's tricky because you have people like Tessa Bailey, who always writes high heat, but yeah. she is a traditionally published author who has illustrated covers and they look very cutesy but like she's like the queen of like dirty talking like i heard her new book has pegging in it and i'm very excited to find out about this or at least talk of pegging i have heard that her newest book which is apparently a uh, semi kind of influenced from alexis from schitt's creek uh is over hashtag hot. blessing hashtag blessing <laughs> to all of us <laughs> and I am very excited to read that eventually. But she, like, Tessa Bailey is the fucking queen of, like, traditionally published mm -hmm. high heat romance. Like, she does dirty talking. She does, like, things that are, like, m you know, maybe not quite vanilla. And, like, people don't really bat an eye 
at the fact yeah. that like I don't know if it's just like because she's but the it's very confusing because if you look at her covers and the way they're described, right. they look no different than other traditionally published books in the same genre that are way lower heat. And that is exactly why this Twitter uh, account exists because they, they want to try to give you that information. Cause they're like, Hey, mm -hmm. look, like we get it. Traditionally published novels are like, if you want the paperback, $13 if you yeah. want the ebook is still like $10 you yeah. want to kind of know either if you want the sex or you don't want the sex and you want to kind of know what you're getting saw, yourself into I saw a great comment where a, a woman was talking about how she liked the she likes the account because of the no banging point pointing out no banging on page some because people don't she, want it and they want to know but so okay so this brings me to my like I think this the the thing that made me the most head scratching today was we as romance readers i don't judge people that don't want sex on page right no whether you're a sweet reader whether you just whether you know the sex happens but you don't want to read it i've got no beef with that but today it really felt like authors and readers alike were coming for the people that want the sex on page for reading like they're it felt they're very like, judgy it was it. It felt like they're like if you if you have to have sex on page for romance, what are you even doing? And it's like maybe that's what they like. I don't. <laughs> no, damn, you don't want sex on page. Well, to me, to so for me, I read things that don't have sex on page. I do. Yeah. Um. But there do. are times when the scene will fade to black, and when it feels wrong, that's when I have felt cheated. Like when it feels yes. like disingenuous to the rest of the novel. Like, sometimes the sex would have been a really great extension of what was happening, or the rest of the book has, like, a grittiness to it, or, like, a crassness, where I'm like, okay, so there's just not sex, and it doesn't make sense, right? Like, as far right. as, like, uh, categorizing goes. Saying this, I, of course, delight in a beautiful, in a, in a graphic sex scene that's done well, right? Hell Yeah! We and I love also, our sex scenes. We love them. But I felt very much like today was a day of people being like, if that's what you have to have in your romance books, well, I just, you are, you are not the person I'm worried about. And it's like, honestly, there are, I know more readers than not in our age group that read romance novels because they know there's going to be sex on page. I would agree with that. And also like, suddenly this just just bouncing off this mm -hmm. i haven't actually seen any like meh it's only real romance if there's sex but like i keep seeing people complain about people saying that right they're it's fighting only, with themselves <laughs> like i keep seeing people complaining that people are saying that it's only a real romance novel right. if there's sex um which is fascinating to me because there are literally only two rules to a romance novel. And that there is a central plot that is love driven and mm. that there's a happily ever after. Everything yeah. else is up to you, boo. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's weird. Uh, but I'm in um, a couple different writing groups and one of them, and this wasn't this person being like, bitchy or anything like that or complaining they're like hey I've, I've been seeing people discussing this so I'm curious what do you all think do you think 
a romance novel needs to have sex. And I commented basically what I just said. Like, there are literally only two rules. These are the Mm -hmm. two rules. For me personally, 95% of the time, yeah, I would like there to be sex because I just enjoy that. But there are plenty of books that I've read that don't have it that are perfectly lovely and fulfilling. And I'm fine with that. And I know not everybody wants one way or the other. So it makes sense that there is a range. Right. (laughs) Like, I don't understand why suddenly when there's always been a range, why people are like, oh my god only one way is the right way like what the fuck has happened in the last week that made people lose their goddamn minds i was taken back by the prudishness yes within the genre itself fuck the outsiders i've i think on this podcast who fucking cares about the outsiders i think i've said this so many times on this podcast i don't care if people call it smut, call it porn, whatever, that doesn't bother me. It never has bothered me. Because it never they're wrong, me. and we know they're wrong. Right. And in, in cases when they're not wrong, it's better than what you're reading sometimes. Also, side note, I'm getting off on tangents, but it is what it is. I was talking to my husband. He reads a lot of sci-fi, yeah. fantasy, or whatever. And I was telling him about today, and he goes, that's really weird that you guys even discuss heat levels. Because, like, he reads books where there's, like, explicit sex on page, and there's literally no warning um it just happens no one says anything about it and they go about their day so the fact that a genre that literally is based on romantic love and happily ever afters wringing their hands and clutching their pearls about like what heat level is what is actually really funny considering other genre fictions there is sex in them whether closed door or whatever and it isn't even a factor in like when people are picking this books at least not for my husband. I mean, granted, that's one person, but he comes across books all the time where he's like, oh, there's sex in this one. You would like this. Though there's a love story on underneath. Uh, there's a secondary or third or tertiary uh, no. love story. I would agree with that a lot because I've seen a lot of people recently on TikTok and Twitter being like, hot take. I think fantasy novels that happen to have a romantic plot are better than romance novels kind of shit. Which is, but anyway, that's gross on so many other levels, so many levels. Uh, And that's a whole different topic. But it's like, obviously, there's sex in that. There is sex in that fantasy novel or that sci fi novel that has romantic, like secondary or whatever plots. Uh, And they're into it. And that's the thing is like, I know we talked recently about TikTok um, Mm -hmm. on this on this. And but like, honestly, the amount of TikTokers I see on quote unquote book talk that are like all for the spice. They're and fucked half, up. And they're half, fucked up over there. So horny. And I'm here for it. <laughs> half the time they're not even romance novels though. It's just nope. like nope. fantasy novels that are super fucking horny. I'm like, okay, well, like, where is the line there to make that just be romantic fantasy? Like, or romantic sci-fi or like whatever. Like it's just probably based on the author at that point. <sighs> I mean, like, yeah. I some of them I do see where, like, the either the romance, like, the sex and the romance subplot or B-plot doesn't drive the overarching plot. Slash, also, a lot of them can be kind of, like, almost stationary. Like, yeah. it's it's a symptom of the big plot. Like, yeah. 
a lot of them, like a lot of the sci-fi ones, like if it's like uh, enemies to lovers kind of thing, like two warriors are fucking or something, it's normally like in reaction to the big world story. And I think yeah. that's the difference versus like they're fucking affecting the big world story. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to me, that's like the difference, I guess. I have no idea. Also, also TikTok <laughs> fantasy readers are hard core into the enemies to lovers, which is um, they want hate fucking any which way you'll give it to them. Right. So like they want that sexiness. So okay, here's the thing. Um, Stephanie, how Mm -hmm. would you consider something to be like medium heat? Like what what is a book that you think or a way to describe something that'd be Okay, so I would describe a medium heat book as kinda um I'm not gonna give an example. Sure. Because I think what I'm about, how I'm about to describe it, it's going to sound derogatory, but it is absolutely not. Okay. But I don't want anyone to, because it seems like if you say anything about heat levels, people think you're like shitting on them. So I'm not going to like give an example. To me, medium heat level is like what I was describing earlier, uh, that uh, he filled her with a quickness. Uh, she was sweet and tight, ty- like, you know, like descriptive words like stretched and things like so you know what's happening but there's Mm -hmm. not like a there's not they don't really discuss the genitalia necessarily they don't they might might say clit they don't say they don't say clit they don't say cock maybe they they might say her her core her center ached or like whatever I feel like you're using such like historical romance words (laughs) they get used though in these middle they get used in this like mid heat world still though like if they're not gonna say clit, if they're not gonna say, if they're not gonna, I mean, like, what do you say? He put his penis in her vagina. Like they don't say vagina. So and like, that's what else do they say? well, and and that just sounds so scientific I think, I think, and not sexy. I think I think the middle heat are the people that say like they he slid into her, like mm. that kind of thing. Like instead of making it about the body parts, it's like he did this to her, she did this to him. She like rode the, him. The feeling and the sensation. The more feeling, than... the the big uh, the macro picture. So like you know, like she rode him on the couch, or like you know, so like it can be like you know, it could be spicy. Like she rode him in the train stop. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but I think mid, I think mid level heat is like that kind of more um, abstract. Like we're not getting like the sound, sights, smells, tastes of it all. Like he, we're not gonna know that she was tangy or that he like tasted tinny or whatever you know like we, we're not gonna have any of that uh you, do you ever search an ebook and like for the word like cock and then yeah. you keep seeing things that's like cock to half smile or cocky this or cocktail yeah. you're like give me a cock it's like listen <laughs> i see what you're doing and i don't appreciate the joke uh, i don't even think it's a joke i think it's yeah, just like maybe not what do you what, do you agree with that kind oh and then also i think sexual acts do also play into that i don't think a blowjob is probably going to happen in a middle a medium heat oh really i don't think because well, how do you describe a blowjob besides he i took him into my mouth that's like the only <laughs> way that i could that's it like middle heat how do you talk about a blowjob without saying cock I didn't think i wrote high heat but maybe i do do you say the word cock uh, are you cocking down? Because if you're cocking down, baby, I don't think you're heat in heat. <laughs> and I also just think like 
But I think there's. But this is also my opinion. This is also coming no, from no. I read erotic romance. I also read steamy is my preferred method of romance to get. Agreed. Uh, agreed. But, but for me, medium heat is the step up from that like sweet clean, and then like the next step, which is like closed door. Like yeah, I think sweet and clean is different than closed door because sweet and yes. clean is like yes. there is no sex. There's no sex. Closed door is there is sex. So we're Hinted, just like a little. There's intimacy, and then like intimacy, when it gets maybe down to the deed. Like it's a close. hot kiss, like a hot hot kiss. Like for that, I will give an example. Uh, okay. The the uh, boyfriend material. I fucking love that book, and I will admit, a lot of times when I'm not expecting something to be closed door, I get a little disappointed. But I love that book so much. So like, it didn't even phase me. I'm like, it's one of the things after the fact. I wrote it, read it. I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and another example of that is um our good friend mika usher her first book something so sweet like it it has hints of sexiness but mm-hmm. like when it comes to the actual deed and something so sweet like it is closed door yeah but like it's it's still a good book that like it doesn't i was gonna say offend you but like it doesn't like turn you off right from like it doesn't it doesn't like Stop you in your tracks. That there exactly because yeah. sometimes, sometimes when it happens, it can, it, be feels, it can be weird and abrupt, and like you're like, oh wait, what? And you're just sad and disappointed. Mm-hmm. But like both of those are examples of books that I thought were still very, very good, even though they're like, haha, here's a little hint, but nah, and shut the door yeah. on you. So then the door closes. So then the next step would be, I think, like this, this low heat, mid heat. I think. I feel like low heat is indicative of there not being sex on page. Because, like, we can get the sexiness, the intimacy, a good kiss or whatever. Well, Maybe and we'll so I, would, I would say those were low heat because you had the hint of the yeah. sexiness. So low uh, heat. So middle then, heat is, like, introducing actual sex on page. Yeah, middle medium. Like, I feel like you can get more of it. And even you can, sh- like, honestly, I think that, like. I think that's showing it. I think you, I think with me- middle mid heat. You know, you you're seeing it. It's just you're seeing it. It's just that more. It's more. Yeah, it's the language. It's like it's more vague. It's the acts. I don't think you're gonna have anal in a mid heat. I don't think you're gonna have a a dirty blowjob. I don't think you're gonna have a guy. A guy probably will go down on her because it's like the rule of romance. You know, he goes down on her. Gets she gets her one orgasm, second orgasm. (laughs) But like, because that's just what we do in this world. Because I guess in the real world, people don't get that. Which do better world. But uh, I think I think that mid heat is is that vague that more vague language of he slid into her they joined together in a beautiful dance uh, of that was generations old and blah 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 whatever it's more flowery you know what I mean like it's not yeah and I think like for like a, a modern version of that like I would say like the bromance book club books have that like mm-hmm. there is sex on page right. and it's lovely sex. It's not super detailed and super graphic. Right. So, like, you, yeah, you, that's you, a good you, know, example. you know what's happening. And you're like, right. oh, yeah, get it, get it. But, like, you're not, like, I mean, not that we're ever scandalized, but you're not, like, oh, God, this is so much. Like, I'm, I'm, right. I'm hot. I'm hot under the co- under the collar kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. But it's, like, I feel like it's, it's, it's this weird kind of. I had someone, a friend, tell me that they thought that red, white, and royal blue was medium heat. I was like, but 
they they don't do anything on page like they they kind of mm-hmm. talk about like foreplay on page but then like anything that actually happens is closed door like what mm-hmm. no like to me that was like the cusp of like low to medium for me yeah yeah i don't i think some people and again i think I, like every conversation we've ever had about this fucking topic Every person has their own personal shit. Like, I mean, which is why this is impossible, and it's why every author struggles to try to like properly explain themselves and be like, "This is what you can expect." But then, like, the fact that we're like asking every romance writer to do that is insanity. Like, right? Like, if I say I have sex on page, go ahead and just assume the worst. Assume that I'm throwing cocks and cunts at you, and then let's go about our day. Because, like, honestly, it's just. It's just too much. It's too much to ask. And that's also like, it sucks because an author also has to almost like stick to that. So like yeah. once you find what heat level you write at, you aren't like given the freedom if in a certain story doesn't really call for that heat. So like I have in this series that I'm writing right now, it's, I mean, it's going to be high heat just because I do say cock. I talk about red lipstick smudges on, on cock. So clearly that's high heat, I guess, to some people. Um, I think that just is descriptive, but I guess that's what high heat is. <laughs> Which was a funny text to me the other day. Like, I guess I'm doing high heat now. Like, is that? You're like, apparently. Yeah, yeah like, because I, I apparently scandalized somebody I was talking to about it. Uh, another book, one of the books in the, one of the books in the series, she's a virgin, and it's a like a it's like a cyber relationship meets in real life situation. So most mm. of that book is like cyber sex. Oh, interesting. With a virgin, so it's going to be real silly. So it's going to be a lot of mutual masturbation. Yes. So, to me, that's not high heat. <laughs> Masturbating myself is not high heat. Uh, masturbation, to me, can be sexy if, like, in the same room. But if two people... I don't know. But that's also, a pers- again, a personal thing. Like, That's why this topic is so fucking impossible. Yeah. And, yeah. like... No one has an answer to anything, and it's frustrating because this is a topic that people insist upon talking about. No answers, but so many fucking opinions. So and many angry, opinions. and angry opinions, and hurt feelings. So many hurt feelings. Like it's it just, makes no sense. Like I saw this tweet today that said, "Wait a minute, breaking news. Uh, if a if a if you don't like a movie or a book or a movie or a TV show." And it wasn't made for you. You don't have to watch it. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, why is this just everything in my life right now? Like, I am to the point where it's like, I, you know, when I read reviews of books, I read the one star reviews because I honestly, I feel like they're more honest. And um, usually if it's not like them be, like hating grammar or whatever, I usually use that as a positive thing. Like, so if they're like, there's too much sex or uh, the language was so coarse. There's so much drinking and drugs. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read that. That sounds great. Thank you. Um, yeah, unless said, it's one of those things that's like, uh, he was fucking abusive and this and that happened. Right, and then that's great. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> but I've kind of like made my peace with the fact that I'm probably gonna get dinged in, in, in reviews because I am writing high heat. That's descriptive. Um, my characters curse. Uh, oh, they God, drink. My characters definitely curse. Yeah, so it's, like, there's, like, lots of stuff. So I feel like I've made my peace with it. But today was so hard just, like, watching Romance Landia, which I 
I'm only recently getting comfortable saying it's all it's taking me years of being a part of this world to romance landia the first time I saw it I was like what the fuck is that is that like an imprint I was so confused but um, people are just actively using it so yeah it's, I guess we're we're a part of that but today it was just like watching people almost like shit on their readers it felt like to be like to basically like well if you are only reading my books for the sex then I don't they weren't saying like then stop or like I don't appreciate you but that's kind of what it read like to be honest if someone's reading your books for your the sex you write that's actually kind of awesome the fact that you could elicit the right emotions from that person to seek out the sex scenes in your book right you did something right like that's like the the there are so many bad sex scenes out there so if readers are like oh my god blah blah writer writes really good sex scenes and the emotions are amazing and it made me feel things yeah fucking own that you did a great job so there's this book (laughs) uh mr darcy takes a wife i've lent it to liz and i need to read it i need to read it there are like three or four sex scenes in there that when I was in high school, the first I have, I've had two copies of this book because one of them went missing. So I lent them to someone and this is my second copy actually of the book, but I would revisit those sex scenes for reasons for the good reasons. And you know what? You know I what? think that the author would, be, I would be proud of that. If someone, you know what? I am proud of that. I have two sex scenes that I've written on Wattpad that I get, regular comments about how good it is and how much people revisit them one of them includes tiramisu and eating a dessert while getting head the Hell second yeah. one was in a shower so and i don't even like shower sex so yeah. it is what it is man no uh i i i uh found an author on tiktok that was like what some suggestions of one-handed scenes to read i was like what does that mean i was like oh <laughs> like, yeah, hell yeah hell yeah get it get it get it and and then they they sold the what are those little pop the pop things that you can put on like the back of your phone or whatever oh yeah yeah yeah. uh yeah. she was like you know what you like uh pro tip put one of those on the back of your kindle and you can handle it better with one hand i was like <laughs> That's the thing. So, like, so we're talking. I think that's the difference of how we approach romance, our writing, all that. We're approaching it with like from a place of like joy, yes, and love and happiness, and not shame. I think the fact that the 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 discourse has been so heavy in shame, like, and it makes me feel sad. Yeah, it and makes I me don't feel really sad, and I really don't want to feel sad about a genre that's literally supposed to be about women empowering women and women finding their sexual empowerment regardless of their sex on the page or not but like finding and and obviously it has moved past just women like men read romance men write romance non-binary people all that but like traditionally it was women writing about women finding their sexual fulfillment Mm mm-hmm yeah. And now suddenly we're supposed to be ashamed of that? Or like, or or somehow feel, so this is also the other side of it. Like, it felt like writers felt like they were being belittled if people were reading their books for the sex they wrote. 
that's like a lot of what the like the like I could also be reading way more into their tweets and comments than I should. But, but it did like feel it did bit. it did feel that way. And like and like to me, I'm like, why own you, it? You wrote you that. You wrote that, and it's beautiful, and it's yeah. wonderful, and you own that. Right. Like I don't. To me, that was really sad because it's like, one, you're kind of shaming your readers. You're shaming your readers. Not kind of. You are doing that. You're and shaming like, your readers and you're shaming yourself. It's so weird. You wrote that scene. It's like, why are you upset if someone was like, you know what? I masturbate to that scene once a week. That's awesome, dude. I'm so happy for you. Like, I don't know. Like, there's things that don't have graphic sex like movies and stuff that people still get off on. Like, right. there's just, there's pictures, literal just images of people that aren't even naked people get off on it's just i just i'm so tired and sad for these people that like and like i said earlier like uh, how much discourse happened today on it that could have been used writing uh your closed door sex scene or writing that graphic sex scene like people were so angry and like i get like i get like the um basing it off orgasm i had not seen that so initially when this discourse started i was like very confused because to me i saw the, the i didn't read all their tweets i saw one and it said does bang and i saw the one that said does not bang and i was like oh it's just on page off page sex and that's all i read into it and i was like that's kind of funny and cute uh especially with all this cover discourse that we had last week and the week before 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 um and so i was like that's fun and like that was all i thought about it but then i heard about the orgasm thing like yeah that's probably not great to based it off of i get why they did that because they didn't want to you know rule out things that were not penetration that and that's great that they had that you know eye on the sky um but yeah but then, it's like they, they tried and they missed the mark yeah but they are open to suggestions and whatever they literally said from the get-go hey like we're open to suggestions and clarifications and blah yeah. blah 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 but like my my issue with that was people just immediate were like fuck these people like blah 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 like okay just tell them hey like i understand it's not always like you shouldn't always feel like it's your job to correct someone but like in an instance like this where like it literally got to like four thousand followers in 24 hours yeah maybe be like hey i know you're brand new maybe you haven't thought about this but you're wording kind of suggests some ableism kind of suggests some like other whateverness like maybe if you maybe if you change it to this it would be more inclusive and better for everybody and Mm -hmm. they very much from the get-go sound like they were very willing to listen to any of that right i just there wasn't enough time time there was no time lag to see if they were going to correct and again like there is like the element of like me and you don't have we were not being uh left out correct so it is easier for us to forgive any issues Yes. So keeping that in mind, yes. Keeping that in mind for sure. But I was, I was, I was explaining this to Jeremy, and he had, like, and he like was half listening to me at first, as he does, <laughs> and then he finally like tuned, and he's like, "Oh, that does kind of seem ableist." And I was like, "This, this thing exists. Like, this thing was created yesterday." He's like, "It's been like what twenty four hours?" I was like, "Yeah, more or less." He's like, "Oh, like yeah, no, they need to give them a little bit more time. Like, let them at least react." <laughs> like, well, like honestly, for me, like that part was that sucked. Like it not it you know having issues, but honestly, like what we discussed just now, saying if there's sex on the page or not sex on the page, it's useful, but it also doesn't tell you much. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a in romance is a double edged sword. Honestly, it like it is because yeah, yeah, there's sex on the page, but I don't know what his cock looks like so i'm gonna call that 
uh, some light sex. I think that's why these two things are like we could cycle back over and over having the yep. exact same conversation because because as a as a genre we don't have concrete definitions of this because about you can't anything about anything. Um. So then, if someone tries to be helpful and do a crowdsource thing, it ends up either being uh non inclusive and a pro and problematic, or it's completely unhelpful. Yep. And not completely unhelpful because that and people honestly, it's actually the most helpful for people that don't want sex on page. Yes. It's actually that's the funniest thing to me is everyone was getting up in arms about it, like condemning not having sex on the page, but to me. This crowdsource is actually the most useful for people who do not want sex on page. Because right. for a person that wants sex on page, you telling me their sex on page doesn't actually tell me how often, how all of that, how hot it is, none of it. It doesn't tell me heat, doesn't tell me anything. So me knowing their sex on page, I'm still probably not, I'm not going to make any decision based on that. So this Twitter handle is not for me. And yet, for some reason, people think like it's, shitting on romance novels that don't have sex on page which is like it there are no emotions behind this this account there's no value there's no value associated with either does bang or does not bang it is just telling you effect yes or no right and then people on their own account put emotion or value on that but that is nothing to do with the account itself and and the, I think it opens up it opens up a larger discourse about heat and all of that. I think that, but we always are having this conversation. So I don't. Oh think my it's- god, it's literally ongoing, and no one ever comes up to with like there's there's never any end game. There's no end game. There's no, no. there's no like this is how we do it, which is fucking annoying because as someone who like is hoping within the next year to have like just proper descriptions of things right for like a book or two to explain to people like oh yeah it's spicy and they're like well like what does spicy mean to you well i don't know what does spicy mean to you and like i i i i flip through tiktok more than i ought to and people always talk about spice Mm -hmm. i'm like Okay, to someone, mild salsa is fucking spicy. To someone else, eating a fucking ghost pepper is spicy. Like, right. what? Like, what does this even mean? Yep. <laughs> and and it's 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 incredibly murky and unuseful. Yeah, and I mean that's. I think that was actually. I was talking to Jordan about it, and he was like, "Well, he was like, <laughs> he goes, well that." He's like, it sounds like they're trying something helpful, but it sounds like it can't be helpful. Like, there, nothing can be helpful because it's all uh, based on personal opinion. And I was like, yep, because the the best thing that that can do for anyone is if people don't want sex on page, it helps them know that. But beyond that, it doesn't really help. And that's the computer programmer who's like wants to uh, figure out an algorithm so that you know people can get actually what they want because there's no value to anything. It's just all personal preference. And I think romance, I. And it, it could just be the nature of, like, creatives in general, um, especially because we don't have, beyond two rules, we don't have any more definitions. We take um, everything but, very emotionally and against us. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, we're belittled by the outside. So it's like, when internally it seems like we're not even taking ourselves seriously, people flip. It's just, it's hard. And, like, and I, again, there are lots of 
very valid criticisms. Yeah, right? for sure. But I my my whole thing again, and I guess this is me always being like maybe too pragmatic in my life. I'm just like I don't know how it's helpful to anyone that actually does want spice on page because it doesn't tell you anything beyond that there is, and that could mean that they have sex one time and it's just that he thrust into her, and that's it. That could be it. That could be the only sex on page. And here's the thing: like I said, I read things that don't have sex on page, but I as soon as you put it in my head that there's a, I I'm just like, and now I'm just like, well, I thought there's gonna be sex on page, and I guess there was. I don't know. I'd rather just go in blind. I think I just realized that about myself. I'd rather just go in blind. But I know that the owner, that the, the creators of this had hoped, they're like, yeah, we post the initial thing, like, here's the cover, yes or no kind of thing. And then we mm-hmm. hoped people to have a discussion on yeah. it from there to kind of discuss it. Like, like, so you see the one that is boyfriend material. And, like, people are like, oh, my God, but it was such a really good book, regardless of the fact that there isn't any on on-screen quote-unquote sex like mm-hmm. it's such an amazing book and i would like it, it, if that was something that maybe would make you not want to read it i still like highly recommend you reading it kind of thing yeah i like they this thing is a fucking day or so old thing of course there's not that nuance yet of people right. having a communication and like that's also like that's that's what they want for it but the community hasn't built that yet. The exactly. The community doesn't even understand really how to utilize this crowdsource yet. Exactly. Like, and we don't even know if the community will utilize this crowdsource like that. After all of that muddling in my brain, this is my big takeaway. Because I feel like we could probably go in circles for hours about this. For sure. Because we probably will off podcast. <laughs> My big takeaway is something that I saw Katie Robert is doing now. On her website, she has like a spreadsheet. Well, I don't think it's a spreadsheet. She has the more stylist, but initially it was a spreadsheet where she marked trigger warnings, content warnings, uh, the tropes in each book, and like heat level. So she herself, as the author, has gone through each of her books and said, this book has cheating this book has you know whatever in it this book has uh age gap this book you know whatever daddy stuff (laughs) and then like put these are the tropes i have you know second chance at love whatever so as a reader you can go to her webpage and like see to me i think that's That's the the most useful way that's the only way i think to like actually as an author cover your ass and like, but the crazy thing, this is, and this is another side note, kind of, but this is how authors interact with the world. So I think that it fits. She had been putting, she has a, she has another pen name that she's writing erotica under. So like no happily ever afters or anything, but she had in the, like the description of the book that's on Kindle Unlimited, she had put like cheating in it and like sex or something or sexual content. And they flagged her. And moved her, like, out of, like, I don't, they, like, they were giving her grief, basically. Oh, yeah, I saw that. When you put, apparently, like, as an author, if you put, like, sexual content in your, like, blurb bit, they'll, like, they'll push you into erotica, even if you're marked romance. So, like, you have to be very careful. So, she basically has made, I think she's adding, like, the comment, check my website for and more information kind for of warnings thing. or whatever yeah yeah and, and i feel like i've seen a good amount of authors recently like i definitely have seen katie roberts talking about it but i feel like i've seen others who are trying to like tag more like 
their tropes, but also trigger warnings, content warnings, yeah. things well, like it really that. Helps, it keeps your reader safe, but it also will attract readers. If oh, you're yeah. That, like, if you're like, ooh, yes, like, give this me is my that. Ja- this is my jam, yeah. But that's like <laughs> the exact opposite of the very binary does this bang, does this not bang. This is like, but of course, only an author Super can really deal with their own work. This uh, Twitter handle was not made for me. It was never gonna. It was never be a tool I utilized. I thought it was funny because I love the term "bang." I will always love someone saying it bangs or doesn't bang. I I think the way forward for authors is more what Katie Robert is doing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but again, they have to be careful with it. But I, I think Ruby Dixon has been kind of doing that, like moving forward. She was trying to be like up front, be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. like." Here's some per- perhaps possible triggers that like, yeah. like I, I in general trigger warnings. I think in the last couple of years, but especially in the last year or two, has been like, yeah, much more in the forefront of a lot of people's brains, and I think that's a good thing. And I think maybe that's why this was so upsetting for a lot of authors. Maybe was like, it's boiling down their book to just this yes or no situation, and like again artists and creatives are emotional and like sensitive people (laughs) and like i can understand like not wanting your shit boiled down to one thing but also sometimes you just want to know if that is if that is the reason why someone reads your book that's still a read and here's the thing sometimes so sex and romance it it drives the it helps if you put sex in your book it should be pushing the relationship along driving the plot whatever or pushing the relationship along not driving the plot um but the relationship is the plot so figure that one out uh there is a part though like the heat level is your decision if you decide to write high heat you're signing yourself up to kind of be viewed as a smut queen because i i think closed door whatever it's it's still incorporating sex to to you know ramp up the relationship it's ramping that up for the book now me showing you the sex did i have to do that Probably not. Not always. Unless in the sex scene they have conversations, which in my sex scenes they usually do. I don't think Sasha, I don't think their breakup would have been as good without that fucking sex scene where he's crying. I don't think if, if you didn't read how impersonal that sex was, I don't know that it, I think it, I think it serves a purpose, right? Right. But sure. at the same time, I probably could have gotten away with just being like, he thrust into her and she didn't move or what you know i i could have probably dumbed it down i probably could have like made it more vague right but at the same time i know what i'm writing and i know what i'm setting it for and if someone reads that and calls me smut it's like it is what it is i don't know yeah i can't i can't control how other people feel about what i do and the older i get the more that that it i believe it you know the more i embrace that concept and i feel like today was just a lot of people getting upset that they are just that their books were being boiled down to sex or no sex and it's like homie to some people, that is what your book is. But it was also hilarious because the amount of authors that were like, my book does bang yeah. at me. Like, there were so many authors like, yup, yup, yeah. include me. Like, And I thought that was that was really fun. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Like, thing of it. And then I liked the people that were like, mine bangs, but hey, maybe change your definition. I liked the room that people were giving to people that were like upset about it because I there was legitimate reason to be upset. But yeah, there were some people that like, there's people that were like not even mad at it for like, in my opinion, the, the real right reasons. reasons. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the, you know, like they were upset because of the boiling down of what their content. And I'm just like, homie, like even within this genre that happens, people that read 
and the thing about it is the people that read like five books a week you know the bread and butter of this industry yeah the ones that there's i mean a lot of those people read sweet and clean or whatever but the people that read heat they read heat. they read heat they want that sex and it's like for me it's like how can you kind of shit on your readers it was hard it was a hard day to deal with other people's feelings on the internet so i kind of like tuned out and like uh instead wrote like 900 words and um argued with my two-year-old so as a reader and as a eye on the prize i want to be that person yeah it felt bonk today felt bonkers today felt like a lot of things yeah and this is also coming off like the whole cover issues from like a few weeks ago and like I just feel like I don't think this pan. I mean, maybe it's because I'm getting closer to like that. I want to make this my profession. I want to do. I want to. I'm a writer, but I want to be a published writer. Maybe yeah. that's why I'm becoming more clued into how often this becomes a fucking just whatever. But yeah. geez, geez, Louise. I hope everyone chills out. I hope. I hope tomorrow everyone's uh, fine. This week was just a lot. And, like, especially when I'm in the midst of writing the first sex scene I've written in, like, a year and a half, I was just like, like, why? Why does this have to happen right now when I'm trying to, like, write this shit and, like, just get a draft done so that I can, like, move the fuck on in my life? Unrelated. The world sucks. Yeah. uh, In general. So it's like... Well, it's just, like, if Romance Landing were blowing up for good reasons like i saw uh kenny roberts today was talking about that fucking balance book uh the Mm -hmm. one that we talked about forever ago about the um the 15 year old and like the the 25 year old the 15 year old gymnast and her 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 coach because apparently that was blowing up starting to get popular because it got taken down off it got taken down off amazon and now apparently it's gotten put back up is what i see oh shit she's up the age of the girl oh okay Um, she's she's up the age of the girl and i don't know that it's being so she updated the girl and then also changed the state so she's legal but we all know what it was before that so it's like like she couldn't just make it like a college thing like even that is still like a power imbalance but at least it's a better and power well like also coming off what we actually know about the u.s genius team it just is important exactly like hello literally just watched Simone lose her shit at the Olympics because of all that and I hate it I hate it this past year I really tried not to talk about things I dislike like I really try to only uplift like that's been like my focus I've said it here on this podcast that's been the whole that's been like the mission of this podcast is try not to Yes. We only try to uplift. Yes. Um, we hate a lot of things. So that's actually saying a lot, listener, that we try not <laughs> to put on things. But, like, that one is one I can't, I can't, I'm not going to, like, ignore that. that that's no, what, I was like, it's I thought it was gross over. and dangerous, and I thought it was over. We already had this conversation. Why is it coming yeah. back up again? Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, apparently she changed the age and, and state. From what I did a little digging, I saw your tweet and I was like, "Oh, and I, I, I dug on that." Uh-huh. So, um, uh, heat levels is something that's never going to be easily <laughs> explained. We just is- talked for like an hour about it. Uh, we came to no conclusions. <laughs> but like, I have asked many people leading up to this podcast, and no one agreed upon anything. So yeah, yeah it's something that's like 
as an author, I think you need to have your own definition and be very clear about it when yep. you uh, publish your books and talk about your books so people know yep. what you're talking about. And yeah, unfortunately, no one else is going to agree with you and it's going to suck, but have fun. Yeah. Have You know what? Have a good time. Like, literally just enjoy yourself. Like, write what you fucking want to write, read what you want to read, and don't let anyone feel make you feel bad about it yeah don't make don't want to make you feel away because i feel like i just i'm just so tired of these adults policing other adults it's ridiculous like stop being a cop stop being a cop fuck cops right and fucking don't be one at me yeah about romance it's a fucking romance novel that i like or don't like leave me alone yeah (laughs) like you, you literally if you don't like something, don't read it. Don't consume it. Don't interact with it. You can walk away from it. It's not hurting you by existing if you don't like it. I mean, sans all the issues that, like, balance has. But, like, uh, legit, if a book is just not your cup of tea or has a heat level you don't like, stop reading it as soon as you encounter the thing you don't like instead of hate reading like so many people do. If you're going to hate read, then do it the way I do it and keep it to yourself or tell a friend, but not in public. Liz. Liz is the friend I tell. it's Liz and Jordan I I hate read things and then I tell them about it and they both say why did you read that and I say I don't know I'm a monster okay anyway uh, thank you for being with us through this clusterfuck of our emotions Um, we had a lot of feelings tonight a lot of feelings because people are being ridiculous and just like fucking read what you want to read write what you want to write does it have sex? Does it not have sex? That is useful information, but like, don't shame anyone one way or the other. Unprotect your heart. Don't let people hurt your feelings over this. Yeah. As a writer, as a reader, because they're wrong if they're trying to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I mean, on the flip side, as someone who's like, I think have will ha- one I actually finally do publish, and I, I'm pretty sure I have a bunch of family members are gonna be like, oh, I want to read. I'm like. Do you? <laughs> Do yeah. you really want to read this? So that sometimes like makes me question things I'm writing, but I'm like, no, nah, don't even like, no. That's yeah, their decision if they want to read it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's it. You don't. Ha- you don't have to consume content that hurts you or makes you uncomfortable. And I, yep, yep, yep. And as long as I am, like, upfront and truthful about the content I am creating, I don't have to worry about that. Right? Or you hide it with a pen name. That too. Also an option. As authors, we have a beautiful option to do that. If you don't want to, because you also don't owe anyone your truth as far as who you are when you're writing anything. Yep. So that's also true. So protect yourself as a writer either way. But also, yeah. don't be a shitty person. That's also the second part of all of it. Protect yourself, but don't be a shitty person. Period. 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 <laughs> all right. All right, y'all. Thank we, you we for said all right to end this so many times. All right. All right. <laughs> We're all leaving right. for real. Goodbye. This is real. It's over now. Okay, okay. bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you, so contact us at lnlsmutcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LNL Smutcast. Find episodes of this and other great shows at calamitycast.com or wherever you find your podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Dick of the Week. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.